0: okay there we go everyone good morning uh, very very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan session hope you're all keeping well uh, good to have you with us and um yeah let's see what this week is likely to bring so um interesting market conditions for sure uh kind of a lot happening and then um you know the market is trying to check itself clearly so look let's let's kind of break it down a little bit more detail um the whole purpose of this session is for us to be as prepared as we possibly possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so, without further ado, let's get straight into it. And we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. And uh, we're in a few of these risk-on trades at the minute, so we'll um, we'll go into those in a little bit more detail, and we'll see if our um, if there's anything shifting our analysis. Uh, or whether we um, we pretty much stick to the current plan. So all problem with traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important feature. You want to be trying to, to be looking at the right markets rather than spending a lot of time looking at the wrong markets. Um, then where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk, of course? Uh, trade management as well as always important and trade and psychology, all important features. There's a lot of education built on all of these facets of, of decision making. And uh, just to let you know, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we're doing, uh, accurate with the levels we use, discipline with our capital and uh, be patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. We'll, we'll start with um, potential market moving news. So we we did have an eventful week to a certain degree last week. I want to run through just a couple of the most important features. So consumer confidence uh, in the U.S. not coming in as low as expected, but we're certainly off last summer's highs quite considerably. Um, (coughs) GDP coming in above expectation. So we've got this low unemployment Lowering inflation, um, increased GDP or growth. So I suppose when you broadly step back, you know, the U.S. economy is performing really quite well. Now there's concerns in certain areas because of high interest rates. But um, that's going to be really taking center stage, not just last week, but next week and the week after. Or sorry, this week and the week after until we get to that FOMC meeting. Um, So that was quite interesting. Uh, And then, I mean, OPEC, it was a bit of a disappointing OPEC meeting. Um, They made announcements on cuts, but the market has clearly found it kind of a a very weak meeting um, with a lack of consensus in certain areas. So um, we're seeing oil prices continue to roll over to the downside, really, at this point. Um, core PCE price index numbers coming in in line with expectations. So even on the personal consumption side of things, um, there's a bit of disinflation. It's not deflation or anything, but it's certainly um, the rate at which prices are growing seems to be coming down. And we're seeming to get that message really across the board. Unemployment claims um, coming in very much in line with expectations and really quite strong. And then that takes us to Friday. So Friday afternoon, we had manufacturing PMI numbers coming in below expectations. That's not really the big news. And then we heard from Jerome Powell. And um, what happens when you when you experience a, a bit of a bull bull market um, during um, uh, during a period of financial tightening, i.e., raising interest rates, is that by its very nature it is it loosens um if people feel optimistic about um asset prices and they're continuing to rally there's more money available and there's there's generally um greater activity and increased confidence and things like that so it is inflationary in nature Uh, again something these central banks should be very careful of and should um be very mindful of so this week we'll just flick through we'll just we'll be we'll hearing from the RBA they're expected to keep rates on hold with this lowering inflation Um some economies are kind of stuttering from a growth perspective um, and they would be this rate pivot narrative will will sort of continue to build up a bit of pace Right, some more job numbers this week. We're expecting the number of jobs available in the U.S. to actually be lower, um, obviously going into the Christmas series, uh, um, season. We've seen these job numbers come, come right down. I think this is the lowest now, 9.33, is it? Oh, no, we have been lower. Yeah, we have been lower once. Um, yeah, of course, we had a 8.8 million job number on job jobs. So ADP comes next. Uh, we be having we hear from the uh, BOC. So very much pausing. It's just how much of a dovish pause will it actually be, or let's say a um, yeah a dovish pause with the potential for rates to actually roll over to the downside. We'll see how much of a feature that that happens to play. And then we're going to close out the week with really significant employment numbers for the US. Expecting a um, 185 jobs to be added. If we get back above 200,000, that would be that would still be really quite strong. So we're projecting not too far away from that. No move on the unemployment rate, and average hourly earnings are continuing to rise. It seems so. We've got we've got a sort of a backdrop which is really going to be focusing on on central bank monetary policy so just a quick touch on what's going on in these bond markets we've got two-year treasury you can see we're, we're down at these sort of lower levels now we keep sort of rolling over to the downside same on the two year we still have inverted markets we're still sort of trading around that sort of 40 basis point move but we're we're down at these new lows down and i suppose the only reason why we want to 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 look at this is to uh, as these markets roll over to the downside they're quite bullish for stock markets now we got that bullish move on on um on friday buying the s p the nasdaq um but you can see so far that these markets are beginning to roll over to the downside so let's look at the s p so there was our, our bullish breakout on on friday so we've got this pullback currently we're running into all of these highs we've been sitting sideways for quite some time so really our, our bias is very simple nothing has really changed for us to change our view on these markets so we've still got a very bullish bias now I'm not saying we don't get a corrective move but i'm saying that our overall bias is still very much to the upside for these equity markets um, Sort of a, an outsized, very significant rally in the Dow Jones. Um, we've seen, we saw a massive rally in oil, uh, sorry, in, in gold again, uh, which, which has now reversed really very aggressively. The FTSE as well, our bias was to the upside. Here's the 200 period moving average. That was the only concern for this trade. And uh, it looks like we're coming back 7,500 now. I mean, still, our bullish, our bias is relatively bullish. This is the resistance we were talking about for the Dow Jones. Really, really strong, um, sorry, the DAX. Really strong rally uh, again on Friday. So a three-day rally. We're able to cap- capitalize on most of this. Or let's say half of this overall move, a little bit more than half. But um, yeah, we've, we're now at that resistance level so structural failure traded downside for the for the Nikkei, and um, Bitcoin is now rallying We're up at forty one, yeah, forty one thousand. So if we zoom out on Bitcoin, does seem to be you know this um, this kind of positive momentum. Now it's finally broken out. I mean, there's a lot of problems with 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 these cryptocurrency markets, but. Um, There seems to be this um, sort of bullish aspect to these markets at the minute. Right, moving on to the contrast between gold and oil. Look at the rally that we've seen on Friday. We we rallied up to 21.50, I think pretty close to 21.50. Let's see what that that number was. Yeah, 21.44. Um, And look at the market response now today. It's, It's a complete rejection so with any of these types of extended moves you're looking for a bit of a coherent pullback and maybe start buying at a lower price so we can allow this so on friday we 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 were talking about getting into um gold we didn't actually get into it we didn't really want to increase our positioning um across this dollar weakness trade otherwise we could have added gold in hindsight we should have done but we would have we would have experienced this really strong pullback today if we kept that position and mind you we probably would have exceeded targets on the trade so i'm I'm, i'd like to think we'd probably book in profits up at these higher levels but let's allow it to come back and um, we're getting a pullback across the board anyway and um that can certainly be in line with that with that analysis um so here we are. Here's the euro dollar. So we've extended this little rally to the upside. And a few days towards the end of last week, we kind of pulled back really aggressively into the 200 period moving average. So nothing has changed in our analysis to any great extent. So we can look to stay in these trades. We're currently in the pound dollar to the upside. We're only in a little bit of profit, but we're pulling back. And, um, this has the potential to be a double top so a rollover to the downside could be a short-term corrective move but for now as things currently stand we are relatively comfortable sticking with our overall analysis and that is really that the, the fed will will further pause and this um, this interest rate sort of dovish interest rate are the potential for rate reductions over the coming months and quarters uh, are, are likely to prevail. That's kind of where we're at. We're getting a little bit of a pullback now in the dollars beginning to show signs of some strength. We did get continuation on uh, on Friday, rolling over to the downside. So really, we're sticking with that dollar, that dollar weakness trade. You can see the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks in the dollar Swiss, we've just been grinding lower and then we've snapped back really quite aggressively. So it's the nature of that snapback that's really quite concerning. Dollar CAD, we're snapping back. We'd probably expect prices to s- pull back into, into resistance. And and now we can look at these support resistance levels with a lot, a lot more clarity. We can look for areas to identify opportunities to... Um, to buy and sell around support and resistance. So we're in the Aussie dollar to the upside, good rally on Friday, further upside, and, and now we're sort of experiencing the rollover to the downside. And the question we've got to ask ourselves, has anything significant changed? And the answer's no, not really, but we are getting a bit of profit taking. Um, but we're at the beginning of the month, so we just expect these markets to pull back into support, and then we can start looking get into the next round of um of the dollar weakness trade so really really strong rally for the pound against the euro on Friday uh, we're bouncing off the lows but our expectations would be for further downside now at this stage um there's your long-term sideways pattern except yesterday's price action our last Friday's price action is interesting to see for sure and then finishing off with the again so a strong a strong rally not, not against the pound yen, but against the, the euro yen. Um, further downside across the dollar yen, euro yen. There's your M formation. Um, and there's your fairly decent break to the downside. We can keep an eye on the yen. Okay. Um, there's potential for further downside in US oil. We are running into strong support levels down at these lows, but it's worth looking at. And then we're back to this pullback in the indices. So, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to have, we're going to stick with our analysis, although these markets are currently pulling back. Um, if we look at bond yields, they're continuing to lower, really quite aggressively. has the narrative kind of changed or shifted N- not in our opinion we saw further upside yet um on friday from jerome powell he had um he had two two events friday afternoon friday evening markets rallied in this risk off narrative in fact that's probably worth just just looking at briefly so this is the narrative of our focus which is um around this dovish fed rate pivot narrative. Um so Jerome Powell's got an interesting couple of weeks ahead. we will be assessing the, the the details not just not just him personally but the the Fed more broadly. At the moment we're still comfortable, relatively comfortable with the risk on trade which is indices higher, um dollar rolling over to the downside, bond yields continuing their progress to the downside. That's pretty much where we're at. And we've got a bit of an upside move in markets like, like oil. Um, so not like oil. Uh, oils is a completely different... It's in a completely different phase, really, at this stage. But um, if you look at gold, you've seen a big, strong rally off the back of that broadly... ...weaker dollar with concerns on, on, on the global side of things. So we've seen the the... Oil, um, gold, excuse me, rally really quite aggressively, so that's really our focus on these markets. And nothing has really changed, but we are getting a technical pullback. So it's just important to differentiate the two. Okay, what's our market summary? It's um, we're currently getting a little bit of a pullback. So I suppose we can have that mixed narrative can prevail. Risk on market conditions expected. Further indices strength, post pullback, um, further dollar weakness. expected post pullback gold buying above that 2052 we would have had a, a massive rally on that on Friday fortunately I mean in hindsight we should have been in it but um, now it's currently pulling back so we, when it does pull back we can uh, look to buy it at a lower price hopefully so it's Monday morning, so we've had a strong pullback overnight. Um, I suppose our, uh, our trade plan is relatively mild. Okay, right. Let's post that into the chat box, guys, and we'll switch rooms. We're going to um, switch over to our European live trading room so that's our trade plan we 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 still don't really have a huge amount to change our overall narrative which is uh it's it's that it's that risk on trade so we're still looking for the indices to find the floor at some point and start to rally we might need to be patient because we are getting that current pullback as things currently stand. And then further dollar weakness as well, expected post-pullback. So it's really that risk on market condition um, is, is a bit of a focus of ours. Okay, so listen, on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us as always. We're going to switch rooms now. Any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. Um but we'll um, we look forward to seeing you next time so thanks very much for joining us and if you are interested in learning how to trade the financial markets and uh, you can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on our website um, which actually currently starting from 59 dollars per calendar month so if that will be of benefit to you i'm sure it will uh, you're very welcome to join us so for more information just go to the and con- contact us through the website Connect with us through the website if you do have any questions about trading these financial markets. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.